You're listening to the Tongue and Cheek Podcast. I'm Emma. And I'm Gabby. And we're two girls having casual conversations. Good to go. Okay. Are you just going to read the prompty poo? Sh- should I or should we just like ease our way in? You know, get her wet first. Ooh. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard you say something like that. <laughs> and usually it's me who Ooh. makes really disturbing comments like that. <laughs> I'm totally putting that first part in though. <laughs> you know I'm going to. <laughs> it's all good. I think my boyfriend's already embarrassed of me. No, not actually. He laughs at us. <laughs> John just hasn't watched them this season, so he has no idea. <laughs> so we could just talk shit and he'll never know. Oh, yeah. Okay, so what's happening? <laughs> what's been going on? Let's crack a lacking. Let's bring that back. Crack a lacking. I heard something the other day. What was it? don't know but I feel like every so often I hear terms and it's like I haven't heard that in years like yeah. elementary or when school. you hear people say new terms and you're like oh is that what we're saying now yeah yeah like I knew certain terms like did exist but like for example when we were hanging out with Nasha's friends and I would just be like how are you he's like is blessed and I'm like okay but you didn't really answer my question <laughs> how are you <laughs> No. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Asha knows like everything under the sun. It's actually so funny. Like he won't when he say talks all the, the phone, terms. He sounds like a different person. I know. Like with me, he's like me, 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 me. I know. I love you. I baby. feel like that's and all then, boyfriends. And then he talks to his friends like yo, it's poppin' G. Oh my god. <laughs> I know. They drop a full octave. <laughs> yeah. Like John does that too, and he talks to me. He's like, "Hey, how's it going? How's it going, bud?" And then. He'll talk to your friend and be like, hey, man, what's going on? Yeah, bro. (laughs) Thanks, brother. (laughs) It's like, who are you? Um, I saw a really funny TikTok the other day, and it's like this lady, and she's like, this is my husband on Mondays. And then she points it to the TV, and it's like football. So her husband must be a football player, and they're like tackling each other and running around. It's like, but this is my husband on like Tuesdays. And the guy's like, she goes up to him and pinches his arm and he's like, ah, oh. and then he gets up. He's like, oh, <laughs> she like pushes him and he like falls over. It's hilarious. That's funny. <laughs> so how are you doing? I've How's your week okay. going? It's been stressful, to be honest. I feel like I'm always saying that whenever I'm here, but <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like, I don't know when like school is just my school especially is very consuming like it's literally eat sleep breathe like I literally have dreams about doing shit on photoshop and stuff oh my like, god it's fucked up that's the worst yeah and I hate that and I feel like I spend most of my days like doing work it's just like very it's an intensive basically like yeah. it's just very consuming like whenever we you know like my classmates and I come on to zoom it's kind of nice to hear that other people haven't left their apartment in like five days for (laughs) anything like it's it's nice to know I'm not the only one but yeah it's just it's a lot and 
it's just constant like and we've talked about this before on our podcast but it's just constant critique which is fine but when it's every day five days a week it's just a lot mm-hmm. it's a lot and it and it's really hard to well november's let... kind of like the final stretch of it yeah right yeah like i love like everything i'm doing goes by though yeah yeah no it does definitely go by so quick especially when you're so busy mm-hmm. and i obviously love what i do and I, what i'm learning and everything but it is a lot of stress mm-hmm. and a lot of pressure not from you know necessarily other people it's the pressure that i put on myself and that's mostly because it's hard not to let um, what the teachers are saying like affect you, you know, yeah. like take it personally. It's important to like just remember that it's about the work, but it's it's hard. We've talked about this before, but yeah, it's basically what I've been going through. <laughs> yeah, that's tough. That's, yeah, it's just like I school just does that though. Like I feel for the longest time that I've been a student, it's always just stressed me out. Yeah. But I get stressed. I find I get stressed easily or I get I I guess I get more so stressed when things aren't in my control. Yeah. And that's the problem. And I feel like I've been feeling that lately because so John and I just submitted an application for him to come here Mm -hmm. for Christmas. So well, more than Christmas, but for a couple months because now they finally opened it up to extend a family member. And because we've been dating for more than a year than we classify as an extended family member. So we had to go That's through That's amazing. All. Yeah. No, it, it actually really is awesome. Like, I'm so surprised because I surely thought, like, because we're not registered common law or anything like that, like, how else can you prove it? Mm-hmm. But we went through the process. We got, like, a lawyer to sign it. And now we wait, you wait. <laughs> for a written authorization. And so it should be fairly straightforward because, like, we, we've done what we need to do. We have the proof. Um, so it should be good. But it just – it is stressful because I just – I hate systems <laughs> that you have to go through. Like, like government or – like, you never know. Like, they have every reason to say yes, and they should say yes. But, like, also, if it was just, like, a shitty person that day, they could say no. So yeah. it just – The power is in their hands. Yeah. And I just – I don't like that when the power is not in my hand. Yeah. And so I definitely feel like I'm just, like, in the, the thick of it right now because it's it's just really hard. Like, I'm, I realized today I was like, oh, shit. It's been eight months now that I haven't seen him. And, you know, it, like, really starts to, like – like wear on you mm-hmm. when you haven't seen somebody and like you know you have like two different lives almost at this point that yeah. aren't like especially together. with like uh with everything that's going on like the pandemic and then you know just just life in general yeah. too like just doing what you're doing wherever you are and it's hard because after a certain point I can only imagine it goes from like missing to just like frustration it's just yes. like I just want to yeah. be with you like yeah let's and you just know make what? this happen and you know what we've really gone through that this week I feel like before it was so it was so like, okay, we're used to this. Like we've done this. It's going to be a bit longer than what we thought. It's fine. And then you go through the phase of like really missing each other. Then you go through the phase where you like, you just start to get angry because I'm like, I'm angry because I can't control this. I'm angry because 
you're, you know, doing things without me or like we're not together and like I'm angry that you can't just like be here and I'm I'm angry that like we don't have a way to solve this thing when like we've been together five years, but that doesn't matter mm-hmm. because, you know, we don't have a joint bank account or something. It's just like, yeah. it's just so frustrating. And so it gets to a point where it's like, okay, no, like I can't, like it needs to change mm-hmm. kind of thing. So it is tough. And um, yeah. And then just like with, yeah, COVID, that whole process is crazy because then it doesn't end there. If he gets approved, we have to like isolate together and like he has to cross the border and like they're going to ask him questions. And it's just that stuff makes me so stressed. Yeah. And like I hate border security. Yeah. They make me so nervous. They always <laughs> question no you. reason. I know. They always question me too, but for different reasons. They just look at me and then they're like, you've been selected for a random drug yeah. test. <laughs> random. Yeah. I always get selected now just because I went to school in the States. It's like, can you update your system? Like, I haven't been there forever. It's so stupid. And then there's also like elections going on. So it's just, I feel like November yeah, just feels like such a tense time. Yeah. It just feels so tense. And I know I have like projects and things I have to do that are coming up and like I haven't really done them. And I just I just feel it all like like Christmas is going to be here before we know it. Like I feel like like November is going to fly by, which I'm excited about because it's just been like a shit show so far. (laughs) Because there's so much that needs to happen in November right now and so much that is happening. And like I'm trying to like get things organized and it's just, yeah, Mm -hmm. finding it a little challenging. And it's only... November 4th. Yeah. That we're recording this. But well, at the same time, like, it feels like November just started. Like, we just... Well, it did. Yeah. I mean... But I, I'm just, like, like the fact that four it, days have gone by, you know? Like, I it know, does go I know. quick. The weeks do go quick. And that's the scary thing. It's, like, I'm looking at what's ahead and what's planned. And before you know it, it's, like, it goes by so quickly. hmm So, yeah. I think it's a mix of, like, a lot of added stress and like other things you can't control and you know other people's energies that are affecting you and it's it's hard yeah it's just like the things around you and like it's hard to not let those things affect you and I feel like right now we both have so much going on that could affect us and is clearly getting to us and I think it's important to learn like how to not let those things get to you yeah for sure like finding ways to kind of separate yourself from the part that's getting attached to other people yeah especially when it comes to other people and other people's emotions and people you have to deal with like your boss your teacher you know the government of Canada and the United (laughs) States like well it's funny that you said boss so this reddit prompt that we found says how do you prevent other people's moods affecting you emotionally so this user was saying my boss is irritable and impatient which has been a 180 turn as just last week, she was absolutely happy with everything I did. I don't believe that I am the reason she is in such a mood, but it gives me massive anxiety. I tense up and my heart starts racing. How do I avoid these emotional responses? I can totally relate to this because I do feel like when I have, I don't want to say triggered, but when you know you're going into like, a situation or you're seeing someone that does trigger anxiety inside of you it almost makes it like 10 times worse for me and I do get this exact uh response in certain situations so yeah Yeah, I do I do find that like 
It's funny though, because I feel like it just takes a few of those experiences for you to like, that's now the attitude going into it. So like I find ever since I was younger, maybe I had like an experience where, you know, a certain teacher or something made me feel nervous. So now I, I do have this feeling. It's really weird that when I know there's an authority, like I have to send something to the government or like I have to see a doctor or a teacher, I always prepare myself for like the meanest, worst person ever. Yeah. And I think that's really like sad. And that makes me want to always be like such a friendly, nice person to other people when I meet them. Because like you may not know that you're letting your shit affect how you deal with someone else. And yeah, then they totally. might be like, then you're ruining someone's experience. Like yeah. people don't want to go to like the doctors or people don't want to go to class or people. And I, I feel the same way as I'm sure you do about like class mm-hmm. um I had a certain te- classes over yeah. others yeah though. no I had a teacher um it was an oral expression class um when I went to Columbia College Chicago and it was the worst it's for public speaking and you had to take it and I hate public speaking yeah. holy crap yeah and he would make you he would put you on the spot and be like stand up give a speech on anything and he's just, and the class was to like overcome public speaking fears. And he's like, they say, you know, having anxiety. He's like, I say, keep the anxiety. It gives you edge and like gives you adrenaline. And like, what? it was horrible. Luckily, the kids in the class <laughs> were all feeling the same way. But if you started your speech by saying, um, he'd be like, start again. And he'd stand there. And if you say like, he's like, don't say like. And he's like, literally and i still say like because i want to um but he would stand there and critique you as you're doing a speech it was horrible it was a horrible experience that's so funny that's hilarious what he said about anxiety giving you adrenaline though because it that's how i feel but not in a good way but i would need to have like a massager on me while i i would feel like i'm throwing up I would feel like I I was going to throw up. Like I and I minored in voice acting and I was so nervous because I came from a film background and all the other kids were theater kids. So for me going to that class, I would be so nervous. Like once I did it, I was fine, but I would be so nervous. Like I'd be so sick. I wouldn't want to go to class. Like I wouldn't want to hear my voice around other people. Like it was a horrible experience. Yeah, no, for sure. And people can ruin that for you. Like, if someone just, you know, rips you apart, then you, like, you tear down that person's self-esteem and their confidence, and that ruins experiences for them going forward. Because now it's like, I can't even public speak in a room because I get scared, you know? Yeah. Um, Going back to what you were saying about authorities, Mm -hmm. I think that's so interesting because I don't feel like that with doctors and stuff, but I do feel like that with certain, like, I do feel like that with teachers. I feel like that with you know, the government or something like that. Like I do get more border security. Yeah. Like I I do get nervous (laughs) in certain situations, not even nervous, but I feel like I have to prepare myself almost. Yeah. But what it made me think about was also, I feel like people in authority positions probably have done these things so many times. So it's almost like, even if they do come across as harsh, they probably don't realize it because they're just like spewing out you know, like the same attitude, they're doing their job, 
you know, and not even to say attitude, but just, well, you know what I mean? Like the way they say things or the way they go about things. Like, for example, my prof today, when she was giving people critique, someone was like, oh, I'm sorry, you know? And she was like, I think it's interesting when people say sorry in critiques. But anyway, she was like, um, she was like, don't say sorry. And I'm sorry if I sound harsh. Like, I don't mean to be like that. But it's just a matter of like, if we were a studio and we were going to a client and we were prepping before, we have to critique our things to prepare like what to say if that client is going to ask us direct questions like that and we need to have an answer, which is so true. And it just made me think like, okay, like, yeah, she's she seems harsh, but she's not trying to be, you know, it's she's just doing her job. Yeah, that's true. But it's good she's saying that, you know, because yeah. not everybody it's a good does reminder. that. Yeah. And yeah, it's like, sure. I'm not coming down on you. I'm like, I'm just trying to prepare you. And I think that's a good way to like deal with it. Yeah. Because. And also being aware of your harshness. Because yeah. that guy who's teaching your public speaking class probably was really harsh. And yeah, mm-hmm. it's his job. But, you know, you don't have to like. Yeah. It would make me more nervous if I was like doing something that made me nervous, and someone was deliberately trying to distract me. Yeah, it's funny though because I notice now, like going to uh, going to school with like um, younger students, still, um, it's it's so much more accepted to have like social anxiety for presenting in classes. Yeah. People and are really accepting. I remember, like in high school, like you'd had to hide that. You'd have yeah. to pretend like you're fine. Yeah. Some people would be nervous. You would never really know. Everyone definitely is nervous. But now, at least for me, in my experience, it's been so much more comfortable. Or like, I know people who have given their presentations and they're like, sorry, I'm just nervous. And then the teacher's like, it's okay. Like, you yeah. know, you're, you're doing great. Like this, keep going. Or like some <laughs> that people- makes my heart Or smile some because... people get out of it and don't have to present. You know, which I've never done because I just feel like I have I don't to do it. I don't think that's right. I have to yeah. do it. And I have to overcome this because you do have to overcome it. You have to be able to like talk to people and and do that. And it's just, it's more comfortable when you have people who understand you. And then, you know, the best feeling is after you present, it's like, I'm like, I need a glass of water. I I need to like. But the most annoying thing is after a presentation, I feel like I'm not even nervous anymore. I could do that again. We're like, and do it better. Doing, yeah, do it better. Because the whole time during the first present you know during my presentation it's like oh my god I'm so nervous and as soon as it finishes it's like Mm -hmm. (sighs) like a sigh of relief where like my voice will shake my face will be red I'll prepare a whole thing and then not even talk about any of the things I wanted to talk about yeah so it's hard I have to say though I feel like I'm pretty good at like winging it me too I think I've gotten good at it. I think I've gotten good at it But also the thing is, is the surrounding. Like, if you asked me to get up in front of a class and talk, I would be nervous. But if we were somewhere and I started talking to somebody or if I was talking to a client or something, or I met somebody at, like, a function or something and started talking to them. I wouldn't be nervous. I'd be totally fine. Yeah. It's it's the idea of, like, okay, we're going to put you on the spot now. Yeah. Everyone's quiet watching you or listen, like, you know, just yeah. all eyes on you. I don't like that feeling. But yeah, same. Like I could, you know, in front of like a group of clients where it's like more informal, you know, like an mm-hmm. intimate setting, like here's my presentation sort of thing. It's not like getting up at the front of the room and hello, everybody. Good afternoon. You yeah. know, like, that's, oh my God, I don't like the formality of it, but yeah. That's a whole rabbit hole of shit. But I find, I find, it's uncomfortable. I used to not be nervous when I started 
um, going to art school and having to do critiques for like my photography, mm-hmm. I was much more comfortable with it. And just recently, I find I've been more nervous lately. And I think it's because it's on Zoom. And I hate not being able to read everybody's energy in the room. Yep. Oh, my and God. And it's horrible. You're explaining it perfectly. But I haven't been able to understand and you can't why I get faces. so nervous on a Zoom presentation. Because Nasha's like, he doesn't make fun of me, but he's like, he's actually very... Um, sympathetic towards me but he's like Gabby like don't get nervous it's over Zoom but it's like it's yeah, worse but like it's worse in a way like when it's so worse and it's almost like I can like kick myself in the butt like if I have to get up in front of a class of people I can be like relax you yeah. know but like when people are listening but they might not be listening and that you know like they can yeah. see your tabs open on your screen and, and stuff. like you like, can't you can't like, see their faces ah, or how they're responding yes. to your work yeah so like you can't really engage with them or make eye contact like it's so awkward yeah it is yeah so you it can't is. really read anything and then you don't really know how you're doing time wise like what people are engaging with yes that's so true so yeah I you think, can't read the room i think that's what it is for me that's probably exactly what it is. Like, I think that would make sense. Because when I present, like, even though I do get nervous, like, I always make eye contact with people. Like, when I'm talking, I feel like I'm half blacked out when I'm presenting, to be honest. Like, yeah, you could ask me what I talk about after a presentation. Like, I've I would have no, no idea. idea what yeah. I set up there. But I feel like I do look at people in the face. And when they're looking back at me and you can see they're listening and they're nodding, that makes me feel like calm Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's why in zoom i keep my camera on if they ask us to like i always keep it on because it is nice to see people at least in my program are actually trying to acknowledge you so you do see there are people who are on their camera and they're like yeah thank you for saying that that made me realize because i haven't been able to explain why i get so nervous on zoom like explain to myself i'm like sometimes I do leave my camera off because if you know the majority is off or like the teacher's giving a presentation I'm not gonna you know I there is an awkward thing about it you know for me at least but um if it seems like we're having a discussion amongst everyone then yeah I turn my camera on and you know mm-hmm. like when, whenever I'm talking to a prof I'll also come on and put my camera on and yeah you know do that but yeah, it's an interesting thing. It's so weird. But I think that's what it is for me, like, definitely. Like, I just yeah. can't read the room. Yeah, that's what I found. Especially when, because for me, there's, um, when you do a presentation, if, like, you're showing your work, like, on a PowerPoint, um, you can't see everybody else's icons. All mm-hmm. you see is your screen. Yeah. And I don't like that. It's like being blindfolded and giving a presentation. Yeah. It's the worst. Yeah. And there's something easier about just like putting your presentation up on a board and you know just like talking and like going like this instead of like scroll scroll and you don't know like what people want to look at yeah you know like at the end of my presentation or everyone's presentation my prof will be like okay go back to this page this page and it's just like if it was here in the physical form they could just look at what they want to look as you speak and yeah there's something more open and you know Mm-hmm. just better yeah for sure I agree but I find like that that's an example of like being able to read the room is like other people's moods totally and I do find I am heavily affected by 
other people's people. moods. Yeah. If I walk in and it's like someone's in a bad mood, well, it's like then I'm in a bad mood. Yeah. Or it doesn't necessarily put me in a bad mood, a but bad it will mood, definitely like it's awkward. It, yeah, it will ruin the vibe for me for sure. Mm-hmm. Or if someone's like tired and very low energy, like you could even tell it with us on this podcast. Like you kind of know what energy we're in because we we feed off of each other. Yeah, totally. Kind of energy. If we're just like very chill, we're both very chill. Yeah. If we're like, ah, and we're both like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny because we've done some episodes where like where we just sound cracked out of our heads and we're just like wild and out. And then you see like a com- like another episode the next day and we're, we're like, just hey. like yeah i just yeah <laughs> i just don't know i just feel you know yeah really chill and it's like okay are these two different some people? of them were so chill like we didn't even post them because or like it was they're just gonna like fall asleep on this yeah because but it's so funny because when we're having the conversation it felt like such a good and it was a good conversation yeah. but it just felt so good in the moment and then it's funny to watch yourself back and be like, oh, my God. <laughs> we sound like we're, like, yeah. valley well, girls. It's, like, it's hard to get. <laughs> we definitely do. I definitely have a valley girl ver- voice for sure. I know. I feel like I do, too, especially when I drink. Okay. Especially when <laughs> we're together because we're both like, yeah. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> when the guys hang out with us, they're probably just like. I feel like they're an insane asylum. (laughs) I know. And confused. (laughs) It's just an energy people can't always hop on. They're just like, I never understood people that are able to be like super, super energetic all the time. Like, I'm just, I, it takes, that's cool. That's cool. But yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot for me. It is, especially when it's during COVID and you're like alone half of the time. Like for me, I'm like yeah. alone half of the time. Yeah. And you're like my social outlet. So Same. you come over and it's like, I haven't talked to anyone today. So that's why I'm like really <laughs> quiet and look really sleepy and drained. <laughs> and then, yeah. But then sometimes I, I find when I'm overtired, I'm like, Bleh. I yeah. get really excited loopy. and loopy. Yeah. Don't let the bastards get you down. <laughs> Aw, did you just go into an Avro moment? Because it's sad. That's such a good song, though. Honestly, what is that one called again? I saw a meme somewhere when it's like, or I saw oh, something shoot. somewhere and it said like, when you get older and you really realize like what Avril was singing in her songs. And it's I'm like, with you. Damn. That's what it's called. She said some like real shit. I know. She really did. She was on it. Even like complicated. Yeah. I have to go. That's a That's good a freaking good song. song. Yeah. Excuse my French. And it's so like, Yeah. Why you gotta be so complicated? Like, can we just have a moment? Oh, so sad. This reminds me of when I was like six, you know, and going through my six-year-old feelings. But anyway, (laughs) that was about eight seconds. I was feeling, basically the point was I was feeling Avril during that. I was really feeling her mood. Her mood of that to my Y2K feels playlist. Yeah. That's a good one. That'd be really good. Like, what do you tell yourself? Like, if, because you, you notice, obviously, like, 
if someone's affecting your mood. Like if there's somebody at a party who's kind of like, whatever, you know, and you're kind of like, oh, you know, like someone's not having fun, you know, it's kind of rubbing off on me. I just distance myself completely. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, you do. What do you do when it's like you you feel like that in your in your class and you you have to be there? But the because I'm just feeling like for this prompt, this lady was like going to work, you know, and the, she has to go to work. And well, she yeah, feels okay. like this at work. So for her situation, if it's with her boss, I feel like you should confront your boss about that. And just because they're your boss doesn't mean you can't not confront them about something like that because that's going to make an awkward work environment. Yeah. So I feel like if it was really bothering me, then I would be like, I just kind of want to understand where I am with you because, you know, things were going so great. And now I feel like that's kind of flipped. And I just want to understand, you know, if I'm reading this wrong or like where you're coming from or like what I can do or, you know, especially in a work environment where it's like awkward. Yeah. You know, team stuff. Yeah. Um, I agree with what you said about the party thing. Like if it's somebody that you can get away from, I just distance myself too. Like, yeah, try not to think about that, you know, like let them cry in the corner. Yeah. Sort of thing. Unless there's something really wrong, then, you know, yeah, there for them. But yeah. And they're like your friend or something. But if someone's just like not your energy, you kind of just have to separate it. Or if it has nothing to do with you, you just have to accept like, okay, they're going through something. That's what I was going to say. And I just have to let them. Yeah. Because sometimes people are just different. Not everyone is like the loudest person in the room, you know? And I often would mistake that with, you know, John. John's more of a quieter person. So if he's not like being loud and like laughing all the time, like, to the extent that we are. I'm like, are you okay? Like, are you having a good time? Like, what's going on? And he's just like, yeah. he's like, I'm just chilling. Like, you know? Yeah. Just. No, for sure. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, in general situations, I think it's just a matter of like, yeah, that's either how they are. Like, just I'll let them do them and I'll do me. Mm-hmm. Or you just have to remember that maybe they are going through something. And unfortunately, people do take yeah. their shit out. And on don't other let people. it ruin your time and affect how you're going to be towards them. You should always still like just be yourself mm-hmm. and act how you are going to act. Like, you know, if I if I knew someone, for example, like had something towards me, I don't think that would make me revert and be um like oh you don't like me so I'm gonna give you attitude I don't no. think I would be like that if anything I would be even nicer nicer to them. yeah be like hi how are you yeah like make them look like the asshole it's like okay yeah. you want to be a not nice person sure like <laughs> that's I'll just the Canadian in us, kill them with kindness is the motto <laughs> yes that's the Canadian way <laughs> always polite this <laughs> 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 is sponsored by the Canadian government yeah it's not. <laughs> to stay updated with us, follow our Instagram at tongueandcheek.podcast. <laughs>